Welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where Bachelor superfans and sisters, Alex and Sarah, discuss all things Bachelor Nation, typically with a glass of rosé in hand, our two true passions. So sit back with us, sip rosé with us, and enjoy the journey with us. to a new season of The Bachelorette. I know, I know. Okay, so I have to say, I was like, the second that they started Tasha's like, night one, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to do an entire night one again. So I was very grateful that it wasn't, like, a typical night one because those are yes. so boring. I think they handled it perfectly. I think, um, you know, you just saw her having casual conversations with the men and then you just saw four limo entrances because I thought that was just as much. That was four was my cap. It's like I can do four limo entrances. And they didn't even have the guys really do any sort of like gag or like bid or anything. It was just like, hi, nice to meet you. See you inside. Yet somehow that still annoyed Kenny because Kenny loves justice. <laughs> and he was just uh. like, how unfair. These guys get limo entrances. Yikes. Kenny is giving me a major headache. Um, I know. I don't want to go see his band anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into uh, all all things Tasha, should we catch up on Claire and Dale and their their honeymoon, as Bennett would say? <laughs> they're, on their, a, they're on their freaking honeymoon. <laughs> it's a dream come true. Everything's good, I guess. <laughs> what did you make of this? Like, because I have, I I am very nervous for Claire. I think after watching this, I think it's it's exactly you and Charlie said this in our last episode, and I think that's exact. It's exactly what it is: is that Dale likes her and is interested in exploring a life with her, but was rushed into something that he was not prepared for. I mean, in a major way, like it wasn't even just like, okay, well, typically I get three months. Like this time it's like, you really only got two weeks. So, I mean, the second Chris asked what's next and Claire said babies and Dale was trying to answer and she was just not letting him was when I was like, I can't watch this anymore. Like I'm very scared. I mean, luckily that's where it ended, but that was so cringy to me. And even as you're talking about it, Sarah, I like literally wish I was a turtle who could disappear into a shell because it was so, it's honestly like, it makes me as somebody who's getting a little bit older and recognizes the mortality of my own eggs (laughs) (laughs) Um, and to see a woman so desperately want a baby and she's, and you know, and is totally entitled to this dream and to be so excited and to be in this place where she's just ready to have it. And um, she's just with a guy who's not there yet. Um, I'm nervous. I am. 
Yeah, I've been keeping up with them on Instagram a lot this week. She went to his hometown. Like, so they're doing like a hometown. Not that it's being filmed right now or anything. They were just like calling it the hometown date because they went to go see his like old house at his high school and like all this stuff. So they're still together. (laughs) I do genuinely want happiness for Claire and I hope it works out. From what I saw specifically with that answer and like before you get married to somebody... Good golly, make sure you're on the same page about stuff. Especially children. I mean, like, I think more so than anything, you have to be on the same page about children. Absolutely, because, like, that is going to, that is going to change the trajectory of your life. Like, and I think, you know, like, we live in an incredible world of modern science and where adoption is an option. Um and I'm hoping Claire froze her eggs, but like, you know, we live in a world of, with, with reality, like there's a biological reality. And if, and if Claire wants to have her own babies, then I want her to have her own babies. And yeah. we need somebody who's ready and there and um, gonna go on that journey with you on the timeline that works with you. I mean, we talked a lot about this when we interviewed Christy because that was the whole concept of the show Labor of Love. Like, it is a giant, big decision. And, you know, as we reach the north side of 30, like, these are conversations that can't wait. Yeah. And that, like, that was the benefit of Labor of Love if it is, it was Mm -hmm. like, you have to want to be ready to be a dad right now to be on the show. <laughs> I also that Claire was on Labor of Love and not The Bachelor because yeah. like, it, it can't be about like, oh, who has the hottest Instagram? Like, like I now I've since stalked all of the guys on Instagram and they're basically all models. It's like, it can't be about who's going to be an influencer. It's going to be like, oh, hey, it's about like, hey, I'm at this place in my life where A, yes, I know what I want. And B, I'm ready to start a family. And like, it's only going to work if those people are on the same page too. Oh, well, I wish them the best. I'll watch from a distance. I know. I really just do wish the best for her. Like, I just. I I know. I worry. I worry about her too. I just want to give her a hug and be like, you're the freaking best. You'll be okay. Just. Well, I guess just, we can move I'm on. Conversation right now. I felt like I was choosing my words so carefully because I was just like, <laughs> like this is like so tricky. It's sensitive, <laughs> tricky, and she's beautiful and she's got a good spirit, and I just want the best for her. Agreed. And I think we can leave it there. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's move on to somebody with um younger eggs, I guess, if you. Will. <laughs> She's 10 years younger than Claire. <laughs> um, well, and yet she's no. still at the out of time in her life where she also needs to start thinking about it, unfortunately, because that is the sad reality of women. Yes. <laughs> she has to start thinking about it, but she's not, like, she can relax also. Yeah, she's not in a rush. Hurt, you know? She doesn't have to rush. Like, start thinking about it. 
Um, so I kind of thought that like Tasha's entrance into this whole world was actually kind of nice to do it of just like walking straight into a party instead of having the limo exits. Like I know we talked a little bit about it, but it was like, oh, this is like kind of nice. Like you're just kind of like at a party meeting people. 100%. I. But it's like your birthday party and you don't know anyone. <laughs> <laughs> like you're the center of attention and everyone has a problem with you. Um, I know, honestly, I know. I was thinking, <laughs> wait, you what? I said, it's honestly best case scenario. I know. I was thinking about this today, just like how cool it would be to be the bachelorette. Like, I don't care how independent, how strong, how far you are in your career. I don't care what kind of woman you are. It would just be so cool to like be in the prettiest dress you've ever worn in your entire life. I guess besides your wedding dress, right? And then just like walk into a room of hotties that all want to talk to you. Right. That's like not a bad there's, scenario. There's no better, there's like no better scenario I could ever picture in my entire life. Same. And I think that, I think, excuse me, not Claire. Whoa, this is going to take a second. It's going to be hard. <laughs> Sorry. I think that Tasha really recognizes the joy in the process, at least yeah. now. And I got to say, not to toot my own horn, but I was right. I think that Tasha was the perfect person to be able to navigate the awkwardness of the situation. Like, I think she would immediately made everybody feel comfortable. She was silly. She's great at it. Yeah. Light on her feet. Like, she was doing bits with the guys. Like, all I, I kept saying was, like, she's doing a great job. Like, that was, like, that was all I had to say. She's doing a great job. Um, I also of, felt like the guys, like, kind of had a sigh of relief. They were like, oh, this is who I maybe get to date? Right. Because okay. Who, who could it have potentially been? Who was our last bachelor? Holton? No, Peter. Peter. Oh, God. So it could have been, like, Victoria. Freaking Victoria. Hannah <laughs> Ann. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, what a nice sigh of relief that it's Tasia. One of the more embarrassing moments that um, <laughs> I could not believe, and I think that this was a real testament to these men are a little bit more mature than what we've seen in recent seasons. I I can't remember who it was, but one of the guys asked her, "So what do you do for work?" <laughs> oh. It was Riley. I loved this moment so much. And she had to say that she was an influencer without actually saying that she got paid via Instagram. So she's like, um, I travel for work and for pleasure. And, um, but mostly for work. And I guess I'm like in the like lifestyle space. <laughs> the beauty and lifestyle space. And he was like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a defense attorney. <laughs> <laughs> she was I, like, oh, wow. And what do you post about that? <laughs> I know. I really, really love this because a lot of these guys have real jobs. Even the new guys that we saw come on, we saw travel nurse, which are bad boys, um, and other and other jobs. <laughs> but like, everyone has a job. Um, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. And it like models on the side, basically. Uh, yeah. Yes, that was fascinating because I think more so than ever in 
in this like next phase of them getting to know each other, we saw the small talk that I don't think we ever have seen on this show before. Like just sort of the lame small talk that happens when you are on a first date. Like that's how yeah. if you've matched with somebody on the dating app and you go to a bar and you're like, so what do you do? What do you do? Um, do you like coffee or tea? <laughs> I know. Important question. Yeah. So we got four new guys. Did you recognize one of them? No. So Montel was in the original casting for Claire. So you know how they casted a bunch of guys? Yeah. And then they recasted because some of them were like too young or like not yeah. our type or whatever. Montel was in the original cast that was cut in the actual, to be in the actual no quarantine way. cast. Yeah. Montel was the one in the salmon jacket, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's what he was wearing. I thought I, he was so cute. He had like the sweetest smile. I liked him. He was one of my yeah. favorites in the new group. And Alex, I kind of remember you really liking him because we did a draft of the original cast. And oh, I kind of remember- film podcast, yeah. Yeah, and I kind of remember you liking him. Oh, <laughs> You really, yeah, you really, really did. <laughs> uh, and then we have Noah with the like scary mustache. <laughs> he looks like Goose from Top Gun. He's oh, yeah. And um, if you want to settle down, travel nurses are a tricky, tricky. Mm -hmm. Anyone who, oh, anyone who travels for their job is hard to settle down. It's hard to settle down. Basically, isn't your job, because I think we have a mutual friend who's a travel nurse who is not a bad boy. I believe she's a woman. <laughs> but like, <laughs> she's not a bad boy because I'm pretty sure she's a girl. <laughs> Isn't it, like, isn't it that you have to do, like, a six-month, you like, you basically have a six-month contract, and then you just have to move on? Yeah, yeah. So, um, that's exactly it. You basically have six months, and then the, the other issue, too, is you can put in a request for a certain area, but it, it kind of all depends, because then, like, the hospitals or wherever it is that you're working, like, they become very full. So in very, very popular areas, like um, I think an area that's like classically difficult is Charleston because like everyone wants to go like live in Charleston because it's like such a cool, like beautiful city. And, and like, um, like I think like Denver is like one of those two, like those kinds of places are really hard to do it because everyone wants to do it. So you like put in a request, but you have to put in like your third, your second, third, fourth request Could as you well. Imagine, I mean, I guess Tasha travels for business and for pleasure. I mean, I guess she could do. <laughs> I guess she I'm do pretty it. sure Tasha could go anywhere at any time and she'll be fine. <laughs> Listen, when you're as hot as Tasha, you can make money anywhere. It's even like Denver, Colorado. It's like Lala in the early years of Vanderpump where it's just like getting invited on PJs and like going to Italy because you're that attractive. Like all it takes is being hot to go to Italy. Man, beauty is currency. <laughs> Don't you forget it. <laughs> I mean, there's a larger, grander Which point. Is why I'm filthy rich. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm traveling all the time for, <laughs> for pleasure, and I would gladly post my bank account. Um, <laughs> um, Zach, Zach C. once again is making me laugh because he's like very serious with all the guys. He's like, listen, my focus is a rose. 
if it's not the first impression rose, it's really any rose at this point. My focus is just any rose. (laughs) And they're all like, same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's like why we're here, bro. Should we talk about the other two guys that came out of the limo? Okay, yeah. Who's the third guy? Um, well, I want to save the first, I want to save the first for last. Okay. There was a third guy who neither of us remember. And Um, (laughs) wait, no. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I will remember him. Okay. So there's, okay. There's limos full of men. Montel. Oh, was his name Peter? Could have been. I think he said that like, I think he said that he could see her smile from inside. And then she kind of turned British and she was like, was that right? (laughs) (laughs) And I don't remember, like, I couldn't pick Peter out of a lineup. I don't know him yet. I don't know her. Okay. Um, So let's talk about the winner of the first impression, Rose, and our first limo exit, Spencer. Yes. Do you like Spencer? I think the guys are way too hard on Spencer. Agreed. I really like Spencer. There's no reason for them to be mad at Spencer and not mad at the other three that showed up. The, the reason night. that they don't like Spencer is because Tasha likes Spencer. It's classic Nick Vial syndrome. <laughs> it is just like it. Like I, I think Riley called him lunch meat. Kenny was like, "No <laughs> offense, you kind of come off as a dick." I think like, it was fried bologna or something like. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we call you fried bologna. Okay, so Spencer. Okay, so basically, let's break Spencer down because. At, at, at first sight, Spencer is Paul Walker and Derek Pace having a baby. Like, I mean, uh, the first thing I saw to, thought of was Derek, who, by the way, is engaged. I saw that. And Taylor, the, uh, the woman he used to be engaged to, is also engaged. I know. I saw that, too. I'm happy for everybody. I'm, I'm happy, happy for all of them. Both of partners he- look like each other. but <laughs> At first... I lost my breath for a second because I thought it was Derek and Derek and Tasha had a thing on paradise. They did. So I like, I actually almost fainted and then I realized it wasn't Derek. I did take it to the Insta polls um, to ask who wore it better. And by it meaning their who face, yeah. their identical face. <laughs> um, Derek was winning swimmingly. Um, but as we know, after everything in this current election, we have to count all the votes. The mail came in. It is narrowing. I'm receiving more mailing. Mailing. It is narrowing, and it's 20, um, 20 votes for Derek, fifteen for Spencer. I believe I voted for Spencer. Um, you didn't. Oh my god! <laughs> you. No, I know that's. What? This is the Florida situation. This is the Florida in 2000. <laughs> okay. I didn't know what button I was clicking. I definitely meant to say fraud, voter fraud. Voter fraud. No, I don't even want to put that out in the universe. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. But, I shouldn't have even joked about that. Um, but, but yeah. I, I also just like, he was like, I guess he kind of had like a little bit of an alpha to him like I guess he was kind of a little bit like when they asked how many guys were left in the limo he was like oh you'll see but like I thought when he made that joke he's like which one of you guys scared away Claire I thought that was like a cute and silly joke like I, I know 
hilarious. The people that didn't like it were the people that did scare away Claire. Blake Moynes, <laughs> Penny. <laughs> Dirk in the room. <laughs> was yeah. Kenny wearing a turtleneck? Or was that no, Brendan? It was Brendan that was wearing a turtleneck. I so, just kept calling him Turtleneck because I couldn't remember his name. So we're seeing a little bit more of guys that we haven't seen before, which I think is an indication of who might be a front runner. Yeah, because I like I don't know any of their names still. Uh, right. <laughs> sure. Like, but Zach, I mean, you, you you mentioned Zach before. Like Zach is out and about, and we like we're seeing her get along with Zach. We're seeing her and Brendan. We're seeing her and Ivan. We're seeing her Ivan. Like Easy. There is like so it's clear that Tasha's type is not in line with Claire's, but that doesn't mean that those guys aren't there. And yeah, I'm liking getting to know these other people. I'm actually finding them significantly more interesting. I know. I think that a lot of them are great guys. Something that worries me a lot, just on a personal level, is like we didn't see Bennett the whole time. So he's probably going home pretty soon. He had one ITM, I believe, and it was just like, it was after Spencer got the uh, first impression rose, and he was just like, well, Dale got the first impression rose, and now him and Claire are on their freaking honeymoon. <laughs> and, like, seriously, he's right. But he's and right. he's right on a deeper level, because of the, of the last, like, six bachelorettes or something like that, Maybe not Hannah Brown. I can't remember who got her first impression rose, but it was, Luke P. it was Luke P. Oh yeah, you're right. So so take Hannah Brown out of it, but like m- the majority of bachelorettes, their first impression rose goes to the guy they end up picking, which just sure? like is just like why bachelorettes are better because intuition. They- they just have a good intuition. I know women know. They just freaking know. Because even when the rest of America was like, you're wrong, Rachel. It should have been Peter. Nope. She was right. Guys that pick the woman that they think is the hottest, women pick the guy who's the hottest, who's also got the best <laughs> It's just a science. <laughs> it's just science. It's just science. They just know. And uh, Claire is going to be over here being like, I know, guys, that's how I just knew. But no, that's not what we're talking about, Claire. So um, I'm very excited because I feel like the guys, and this could be an editing trick, but in general, I feel very excited for the men because I just feel like there's this whole new burst of energy and I feel like they're all genuinely excited. Yeah, like the group date felt like a normal group date. Yeah, there. I think, um, I think Tasha. So she's guarded and she can be a little bit boring, but it is, uh, it it's working well in the earlier stages of this because um, the earlier stages aren't feeling as heavy. It's feeling light and fun, like it should, um, as evidenced in the pool date. Which was a little reminiscent to the strip date. <laughs> like, I know. I know. I was like, I wonder if everyone's going to be all up in arms about Tasha making them more Speedos. Um, something that made me crack up was when they all walked up to the pool and she was like, welcome to Palm Springs. And they're like, no, bitch, we've been here. Like, well, you welcome to Palm Springs. <laughs> and locked in. <laughs> 
hated community for the past few months. Like, <laughs> we're exhausted and tired and thirsty. Uh, you welcome, you, Dr. said, you welcome to Palm Springs. Um, I don't like that Kenny is already calling her tea. I know. Did she I, tell I, them to do that? I am not into Kenny. Like, I just, I think he's just like a dark cloud of negativity. And to watch him kind of like bond with her annoys me. I'm just hoping that Tasha has like a, I just hope she is, I, I, I'm counting on Tasha. I think she does have like a good gut instinct. And I'm hoping um, that he just gets weeded out soon. Um, but water polo is like a fun, it's a fun sport. I think the part where it kind of turned was when um, Spencer started bleeding and Riley delivered probably the greatest line ever. And he was like, yeah, his face hit my elbow. <laughs> and then when you see the footage, it's clearly Riley elbowing him in the face. <laughs> like, this is like such an alpha move. I mean, like, come on, boys. Yeah, I'm not, I, yeah, not super into the, all of that. Uh, but again, I think, like, I think that she has, a, like, she can trust her gut and she, she recognizes these things. Um, obviously, she's, like, really liking Easy, who has been, like, pretty much a fan favorite from the start because he's funny and he's, like, he always has, like, good one-liners and it's really nice to see them be sweet together. Mm -hmm. um, can we talk about Jason for a second? Yeah, so, like, kind of they're cutting back and forth between, um, like, this group date and Jason, who's, like, really turning inward, and he's just, like, I'm in love with Claire, so I need to go home. Sarah, um, is he in love with Claire, or does he just want to go home? Because I felt like he was trying to keep a straight face every time we kept talking about how much he was in love with Claire. <laughs> yeah, I think he just wants to go home. I think that he has, like, people to murder, and... <laughs> Like, he's really behind on that. Um, but something that I like, loved when he was talking to the guys, and he, he was like, that girl that I met last night, meaning Tasha, <laughs> like, she's amazing. And but she's like, not what I want. I'm like, okay, that girl that you met last that night? Girl you mean the I girl met. that we all met last night? There's, he just, he gets darker and darker and darker. And as he was getting emotional and as he was telling the men that he was leaving, they were playing scary horror movie music. Like it wasn't sad, like love story music. It was like, yeah, I was sort of actually endeared a little bit to Jason in this because I felt He's like really struggling to like come up with a bachelor bachelorette language. So he's like trying to like, he's really, really trying and, and he doesn't want to be there anymore because he's over it, but he is trying to like grasp onto the language. And he's like, that girl that I met over there, she deserves all the wealth, but I'm hanging by floss. <laughs> it's like, yes. what, what did you just say? <laughs> There's been a few of these where people are, like, not using phrases correctly. <laughs> she deserves all the wealth. <laughs> oh, my God. Jason, who's going to have all your wealth? Um, yeah, she was, like, uh, when she was, you know, she, I think that she handled it very gracefully. She was very understanding. Obviously, it triggered her a little bit because she's, like, well, this is actually, like, 
my biggest fear. But when she's like in her ITM and she's like, um, yeah, like he's someone that I really thought I could have gotten along with. I'm like, girl, you dodged a bullet. Like you have no idea. I just don't think she was that interested. I think she was just more upset at the idea of rejection. Like I just felt like she was just yeah. She was like, okay, that's my greatest fear. So maybe like, don't go. And he's like, no, I'm going to go. And she's like, okay. Like that, <laughs> that to me was interaction. Yeah, it's like somebody getting sent home. So awkward. When, she, when she invited Jason in, when he was going to confront her after Zach gave him the pep talk about being a stronger man for doing this, she was like, would you like to come in? And he shouted, I will. <laughs> like he's so awkward. <laughs> yeah, he's really... There's something about him. But I did think it was sweet when she was just like, this is my biggest fear. And he's like, well, let me tell you something. The other men that are back there in this house do not at all feel the way that I am. Like they are so excited that you were here. And I thought that was just like a really sweet moment of compassion um, and an understanding of what this action might be doing to her feelings. Like I thought that was really, really kind. I agree. Unfortunately, I think she took it as like, you can read a hundred good comments, but the one comment is the one that's going to stick with you. So I don't think that she heard it in the moment that he said. Sarah, do you know that we have a bad comment on our, uh, like on our Instagram reviews? You mean our podcast reviews? Yeah. Our podcast reviews. Sorry. Um, no. What, what do they say? Uh, it's like they rated us a two, not a one. And okay. Uh, so and that means that there's potential. There's potential. And they're like, the one thing that I can't get over is that the one sounds like a valley girl and they sound stupid. It's like something like that. <laughs> okay. I guess I'm the one. I'm assuming no, I'm the I literally thought that I am the valley girl. I'm well, just like, people, I am the People always think that I am a valley girl because I vocal fry. So do I, Sarah. I, we both have it. <laughs> no, I'm the stupid idiot valley girl. <laughs> Sarah, it's me. I suck. Kick me off of this podcast forever, please. It's me. I'm dumb. I didn't go to high school. I didn't go to college. Uh, you went to both. And even, even if you didn't go to either, that does not mean you're dumb. But right. let me just I got say, caught up in the moment. If you are listening right now, please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> stars. And and comment, letting us know who's the Valley Girl. <laughs> <laughs> this will be an Insta poll tomorrow morning. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> um, okay, so with Jason gone, um, <laughs> Tasha can focus on on the on the on the real meat of why she's there, which is to fall in love. Um, and she ends up bringing out Brendan to go on a first date with her, which I thought was an interesting choice because we literally saw Claire make fun of Brendan for the reason for basically in the roast for still being there. She's it like, I like, like the harshest thing we've ever seen. <laughs> but I also fell in love with him in that moment because he took it in jest. He was just, he just thought it was the most hysterical thing. And I also fell in love with him last week. Because when Taisha was about to come out, he kind of helped. Who's the anesthesiologist's name? I can't remember his name. Let's call him oh. Josh. I know it's not, but let's call him Josh. Is it uh, Joe? It might be Joe. Um, the one that does origami? Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, I just remember that from his bio. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> um, as Taisha's about to come out, he like 
holds on to Joe and Joe like holds on to him. Like it's this very sweet moment between bros. So I think those two moments, I was just like, oh, he's he shows affection for his male friends. He like has a good sense of humor about himself. I was stoked about this date. I was like, oh, I, I'm, I really liked him. I really am so glad that they didn't kiss while on the horses because I was very worried for their safety. Because he like kept saying, he's like, I'm trying to like lean over and kiss her. I'm like, oh my god, kiss her on the horse. You can't because someone's gonna fall off. It's also like, that's not romantic. If somebody there, no horses are moving at the same time <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely not um I actually thought the Chris Harrison bits were funny I was laughing I liked when he showed up with the ice cream and the coconut <laughs> it felt very like Kirk and Gilmore Girls or something yeah 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 so it's just since Chris was the guy that interrupted their kiss the last time like I thought it was pretty funny um I also thought even leading up to the date <laughs> I thought it was really funny because they were like, oh, Brendan, what did the date card say? And he's like, oh no, something like, let's fall in love or like something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, (laughs) basically, the most derivative. (laughs) Like, yes, that's what they all say. I really liked it and so interesting they have a very very similar history of two people that got married very young and divorced young um and I thought oh. that he was very very vulnerable talking about this and being like you know it's hard because there was nothing seemingly wrong with the marriage and there wasn't we just they wanted different things well, and that's going back to our conversation earlier about Chris and Dale. The things that they just differed on was Brendan wants kids and this woman did not. And that's a very huge, big thing in a relationship that you, def- you if you get married when you're earlier, sometimes you change your mind when you're older. And that's a tough thing to be on a different page about. Um, and that's a very real thing. And there's no love lost. It just means that people... That doesn't, that's not what I meant to say. It doesn't mean that you hate the person, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It just means that it's more important for you to live a life that's authentic to yourself. And I think it's a yeah. really good decision. Yeah, totally. Well, I feel like I dealt with that a little bit, not in terms of like the changing my mind, but I, I think I'm somebody that, I think by today's standards, got married very young. Um, not not in like- 27? Yeah. Yeah, 27 when I got married. So, I mean, maybe it's not that bad. I, or, not that I think it's none of it's bad. <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> but, but like we had talked about it because Adam and I are not like we're in a place where we really feel like we don't want to have children, but we had to very seriously talk about it knowing that we got married at a younger age and and like knowing that, okay, somewhere down the line somebody could change their mind about this and like mm-hmm. needing to know that like we were both open to all of that so yeah I get it yeah I mean you mean open to the possibility that somebody might change their mind down the line basically basically like just having to just like recognizing that situation of like this is a decision that we're making right now in our lives that like we know that we don't want this but like also knowing that we're like we're 
going to get older and like there's a possibility of like people wanting things when they're older than they didn't want when they're younger so just like having to be very honest about that conversation is you know absolutely and I I think the important part is that you you had that difficult conversation and you acknowledge the fact that like they're well you don't feel that way right now like you don't know if you don't know who you're going to be in five years and yeah yeah and the important thing is that we're on the ride together and we should at least keep the discussion on the table exactly something that yeah, but if somebody definitively is like, I do not want children, and the other person is definitively like, I do. That is a problem. No matter how much you yeah. love each other, it's not going to work. Like, one person's going to have to compromise, and the other person's going to end up presenting the other person because of it. I that. know. Yeah. So, I know. So, I thought that, like, he, him and his ex-wife, like, made such a mature decision, and I think that he was able to talk about this in such a vulnerable but respectful way, and I think that Tasha also reciprocated, like, she, you know, she's obviously told us a little bit about it before, but again, it, she wasn't coming from, like, an angry place or a or resentful mm-hmm. place at all, and they were just able to, like, be like, oh, wow, we have, like, a shared experience. Um yeah. I, my heart stopped a little bit when she was, like, send everyone home. I found him. <laughs> I was like, no. Don't clear it. Don't clear it. <laughs> I think she's just saying that because she gets excited. But I think that Tisha is way too measured. Like, she's just not, she's way too measured to make a brash decision. It doesn't, it's not in her DNA. Like, he, she'll make a practical decision. That's yeah, that's who she is. And that's why she's the perfect person to step into this position. I know, again, just like general overall feelings is like she's doing a great job. Yeah, I totally agree. And I feel like the guys are having fun. Yeah, I know. It's so nice to see them like getting drunk and like. (laughs) Again, I'm feeling a little bad for Spencer, but. (laughs) I think Spencer's okay. Hopefully they'll come around. I'm just going to see. Let's see. Have have the Insta polls changed at all? Oh, a f- yep, it's narrowing. We've got a few more votes for Spencer. All you Spencer heads out there, get out there quick. It's really narrowing. What is it now? It's a 54% to 46%. Wow. Wow. Wish I could take back my vote. <laughs> I Wish mean. I- that's not um, how democracy works. It's not how it works. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, so I'm excited for next week. I'm excited for the journey. I'm really excited for Jojo to show up. Don't know what that's going to look like. Ashley and Jared are coming back next week. We're going to see players in the mix. And we know just from like press leaks and stuff that a lot of, uh, bachelor nation favorites will be joining. So I, it'll be nice to just see everyone just to catch up with old friends. (laughs) Oh my God. I miss their faces, even though I see them on Instagram every day. But to see them in movement and to in not their elements for flat tummy tea. To see below the neckline will mm. be great. It'll, it feels good. Already, I feel lighter thinking about them on my TV rather than the, the small screen that is my phone. I know. I'm like really sick of talking heads like everywhere in my life. 
Hey guys, um, I know how important uh, skincare and self-care is. <laughs> I, sorry, I could not. Well, 20 stories, 20 dotted Last things. week, I'm like sc- just scrolling through Instagram. Everything is like elections, elections, elections. As I'm not surprised, like that's all I'm talking about. And then I see like, yeah, 25, like 25 dots across Victoria F's stories. <laughs> And she's in underwear showing us her skincare routine. Read the room, Victoria F. Like, I find it hard to... Like, did that brand... Like, the only only benefit of the doubt I'll give her is if the brand was like, you have to post it on this date. But then it also seems like insane that the brand would want to get lost in the election cycle. This is classic Victoria because this is like when she posed for a White Lives Matter clothing brand and she's like what no it's white marlins it's just like she's not she's not she might be (laughs) just say it Alex whatever I'm sorry like she's not like she or she's not reading the room or she's just she's an ignorant person yeah I think that's that's a fair way to say it she's an ignorant person (laughs) (laughs) I'm like say it call her stupid say it (laughs) I'm sorry I hate it There's, there's really, I mean, should we really expect the girl who posed for a White Lives Matter, <laughs> like, clothing line to be the person who's going to have something meaningful to say during election week? You know what? This is my fault. Because I should, why am I even following her still? This and is also, my fault more than anyone else's. It's more my fault than it is her fault. It is. Because when people show you who they are, believe, believe them. them. And Victoria showed us a long time ago who she is. You know what? I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. Victoria Ooh, Fuller. Right in the episode. Unfollow. Let's see. Who else of my followers is following her? Maddie Prue. I encourage you to unfollow. <laughs> Sorry, Maddie is <laughs> not following me. I'm following her. I know you're listening, Maddie. And we miss you. I hope you come back. I hope to see you at the, I hope to see you at the La Quinta. I like Maddie. I have no ill will. No ill will. Um, all right, sis. I think it's a great place. It's a very ceremonial way to end this episode. Um, I think we're all sort of breathing a sigh of relief this week. Uh, part of it's Tasha. Part of it's another great thing that just happened. <laughs> um, and I'm excited. I'm excited to to recap a season that's going to feel a little bit more like The Bachelor. Same. Cool. Same. And they've already started filming Matt Jones' season, which is, like, kind of fun. Or, sorry, Matt James. <laughs> Matt James? Matt James. Matt James. <laughs> Again, we, don't know, we don't know Matt. This is the first Bachelor that they pulled out of their out butt. Of- <laughs> <laughs> more like out of... Tyler Cameron's butt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What a visual. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe. And of course, the journey doesn't end here. Follow us on social media at Sarah Elizabeth Franklin and at Alex Ryan Frank. See you later.
Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.